Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gigillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig with details. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome to Brain Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com, where smart happens. Hi, I'm Marshall Brain with today's question. When I pay for my groceries by check, where does that check go? Americans write tens of billions of checks every year. Even with a lot of check writing moving to electronic checks and debit cards, checks are still used to pay bills, make donations, and so on because they leave a nice paper trail. This means hundreds of millions of checks are processed every business day. Keeping track of all that paper is a pretty complex procedure. Once you've paid by check for your groceries, the first place that check goes is to the grocery store's bank where it's deposited. But the funds may not be immediately available unless you and your grocery store use the same bank, in which case the processing or clearing is handled internally inside that bank. But otherwise, the grocery store's bank will probably want to verify the check with your bank, the paying bank, before it converts the check to cash. 
But most banks don't communicate with each other directly. Instead, they go through a middleman, an intermediary bank. There are three types of these intermediary banks. First, there's the Federal Reserve Bank. Then there's correspondent banks, and there are clearinghouses or clearinghouse corporations. The Federal Reserve Bank is the central bank of the United States. Regional banks of the Federal Reserve handle check processing for banks that hold accounts with them, and they charge a fee for their services. Such services include check collection, air transportation of checks to the Reserve Bank, and delivery of checks to paying banks. More and more of this is becoming electronic, but there's still a lot of paper being moved around. Reserve banks handle about 27% of U.S. checks. Correspondent banks are banks that have formed partnerships with other banks in order to exchange checks and payments directly, so they bypass the Federal Reserve and all its fees. Outside banks may go through a correspondent bank to exchange checks and payments with one of the partners of that correspondent bank. Correspondent banks may also form a clearinghouse corporation in which members exchange checks and payments in bulk instead of on a check-by-check -check basis, and that can be pretty efficient when each bank might receive thousands of checks in a day. The clearinghouse banks save up the checks drawn on other members and exchange them on a daily basis. The net payments for these checks are often settled through Fedwire, an electronic funds transfer system that handles large-scale check settlement between U.S. banks. Correspondent banks and clearinghouse corporations make up the private sector of check clearing, and together they handle about 43% of U.S. checks. The rest of the checks are handled internally by banks themselves. There are five basic steps in the settlement process. First, the grocery store deposits your check in its bank. Second, the grocery store's bank passes your check, along with a payment request, onto the intermediary bank for verification and settlement. The intermediary bank identifies the paying bank. To identify the paying bank, the intermediary bank looks at your check's routing number, the nine-digit number on the bottom left-hand corner of your check, to the left of your account number. The routing number identifies the bank that issued the check. Every bank in the United States has at least one routing number. Third, having identified your bank as the paying bank, the intermediary bank presents your bank with the check you wrote along with a payment request. If your bank agrees to pay, the check has been verified. Fourth, the intermediary bank proceeds to settle the check, debiting your bank and crediting the grocery store's bank for the value of the check, and finally, your bank debits your checking account. At the end of this process, the grocery store has full access to the cash value of the check you wrote. And then at the end of the month, when your bank statement arrives, that check is right back in your hand or it's printed on your statement. Do you have any ideas or suggestions for this podcast? If so, please send me an email at podcast at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, go to howstuffworks.com. And be sure to check out the BrainStuff blog on the HowStuffWorks.com homepage. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, we're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across, uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. 
you start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.